Hello, and welcome to Geeking Cannabis. My name is Lillian Statler. Thank you so much for joining me on my first episode. Just a little disclaimer before I start off the show. There are a couple of words that I don't pronounce correctly. I apologize for that. I'm working on it for the future. Sometimes when I look at a word, my brain is like, what? (laughs) And so it doesn't always come out correct. So just a little disclaimer. And also the main disclaimer is... I am a Cleveland School of Cannabis student. And I do try to research all of the information just to make sure it's accurate. And I still... Although I have research, I highly recommend that you look up your own information. I do my best to report factual information, but that does not mean that everything I say is accurate. And I do not recommend anything illegal. And I do not recommend buying cannabis off of the black market at any age. And I recommend waiting until you are legally able to consume cannabis, but remember, it is still federally illegal. So I have my medical card, and that is why I'm able to consume. So at the end of the of the show today, we will be able to smoke together. And I tried different products from the dispensary just to see what really helps with me. And so Indica is what really helps with my anxiety. But just because I'm saying Indica does not mean that's what is actually helping. So there's a difference between Indica and Sativa. Indica is um, indica is just where it's grown, right? So the actual terpenes that are helping me is going to be a pinene, a lemonine, and a uh, beta caryophylline, a mycerine, a lenolol. All of those are the types of terpenes that help. But for me, I like smoking a lemonine because it helps with anxiety and depression. And pinene helps with my ADHD, specifically ADD. And so that's why I use cannabis. And I like to try the different products because I am in the Cleveland School of Cannabis. And also because I just want to make sure that I'm really getting the full effect and seeing what products work with me and what don't. And I recommend when you are first starting cannabis to try different products just to see what works with you and what doesn't. And so let's get started on our ancient history. So cannabis has been used since pretty much the dawn of time, right? So in 200 BC, cannabis is used in ancient Greece as a remedy for earache and inflammation. And in 600 BC, the Indian Medicine uh, Treaty of Semta cites cannabis as a cure for leprosy and an anti-phlegmatic, and people believed it could quicken the mind, prolong life, improve judgment, lower fevers, induce sleep, and cure dysentery. So in 600 BC, an ancient shrine about 30 miles west of the Dead Sea, there was animal fat, dung, and frankincense that were burned on the altar, but an, but analysis of a dark material, which is cannabis, what had enough THC content to induce an altered state of consciousness by breathing its fumes. So they were using cannabis in religion, which we'll actually talk about more later in history. So in 700 BC in the Middle East, in the recorded cities of Avenda, the cannabis drink Bang, which is milk infused with cannabis, 
it says that they use that and it cites that cannabis is the most significant plant among several thousand other medicinal herbs the most significant plant among several thousand other medicinal herbs that's insane so the avenda is a volume of ancient persian religious text by zorasto who was the founder of zerotanianism zero zerostatarianism sorry about that the religion that is said to be the bridge between the east and the west filling the gap between the religions of india and arabic religions developed within the Aryan culture Aryan culture which is the oldest remaining religion of the middle east so in 1000 bc bang was also used in india as an anesthetic which anesthetic is something that puts you to sleep if you didn't know that in 1213 bc egyptians used cannabis for glaucoma which is eye pressure inflammation and enemas and cannabis prescriptions included eye treatment cooling the uterus and more which ladies pro tip if you don't know this i would take um, a topical and rub it on your uterus when you are cramping or when you're in heat and i also would recommend a suppository so also ramis the second was found with cannabis pollen buried with him and if you don't know this egyptians when they were buried were buried with their most prized possessions things that were very important to them that they wanted to carry into the next life and it's just interesting that Ramis what the second was buried with cannabis because I would also like to be buried with cannabis so then remember the point about religion we talked about well in 1450 BC the book of Exodus if you don't believe me you can look it up in verse 30 22 to 23 it references holy anointing oil made from cannabis the recipe from Kan Basim was supposedly handed down from God to Moses. The anointing oil was used by priests to anoint the tabernacle and the priesthood. So in 1500 BC, the earliest written reference to medical marijuana is in the Chinese pharmacopoeia, the Ra Wai. In 2700 BC, sativa based in central asia emperor xin yang father of chinese medicine discovered the therapeutic potential of ginger ephrata and cannabis and wrote penso or the herbal which is still used in traditional chinese medicine and get this in 2900 bc cannabis is used regularly as a plant and there's more knowledge of cannabis at this point and so emperor fu si believed cannabis contained properties of yin and yang and this was actually the first spiritual reference and for those who don't know the yin and yang is from the Tao religion and the taoists believed in working with within natural patterns and so in 1000 BC, the Chinese thought that the universe express, expressed itself in opposite but complementing principles of dark and light and day and night, hot and cold, sky and earth, and the list is basically infinite. So it symbolizes the complementary but opposite forces of the universe that generate all forms of reality. And cannabis interactions and cannabis interacts with the endocannabinoid system in the body which contain which contains the cb1 and the cb2 receptors and 
THC, it balances with the CB1 receptors, which is part of the central nervous system, and CBD balances with the CB2 receptors, which are found mostly in the peripheral nervous system and the immune system. And so when the Emperor Fu says this, he was completely correct that cannabis perfectly balances the mind and the body, just like yin and yang with the CB1 and CB2 receptors. So in 1 AD, ancient Chinese text from Penso, Ching recommends marijuana for more than a hundred ailments, including gout, rheumatism, malaria, and absent-mindedness, like ADHD, ADD, which is what I have. And in 30 AD, Jesus allegedly uses the same can blossom oil to announce his 12 apostles and sends them out to do the same. So do you remember the um, cannabis oil that Moses made that he got the recipe from God? Well, now Jesus is using it to anoint the 12 apostles. So in 70 AD, the Pendus Decorius, a Roman medical text, cites cannabis to treat earaches and suppress sexual longing, which we'll come back to the sexual part. In 79 AD, nine years later, Pliny the Elder, an ancient Roman nobleman, scientist, and historian, writes about the roots of cannabis plant, and when it's boiled in water, it helps ease cramped joints, gout, and similar violent pain. And in 200 AD, the Chinese surgeon Hato uses Mayo an anesthetic made from cannabis resin and wine, and performed some of the world's first major surgeries such as organ grafts, resectioning of intestines, uh, laparotomies, which is incisions into the loin, and thyroctomies, which is incisions into the chest. And in 15,000 AD, Muslim doctors tried to use cannabis to reduce sexuality. And like I said, we'll come back to that sexual point. We're here now. Ironically, cannabis does the opposite. Cannabis makes people horny. And if you don't believe me, try strains such as Hulkamania, Snow Goddess, or Crystalberry. In 1538 AD, during the Middle Ages, hemp was used as essential medicine to many herbalists during this time, such as English first botanist William Turner, and he published a new herbal which praised cannabis for its positive benefits, which we've already seen throughout history. And Shakespeare in 1600 AD supposedly used cannabis because in his smoking pipes it had uh, residue of cannabis, tobacco, and cocaine. And it's inconclusive whether it's his or not because I'm pretty sure when I was researching, I remember hearing something about his pipes were found at the back of his yard. So it wasn't near where he was in his house, so it's inconclusive whether he accidentally dropped them there or whether someone tried to steal them or drop them or that's just where they were left. But it is conclusive that records in his journals say that he smoked cannabis well or used cannabis while writing his scripts which is interesting because cannabis actually is really great for promoting creativity and so when you're doing paintings or music and stuff like that I would definitely recommend using more of the quote-unquote sativa strands 
to with those types of terpenes in it to promote creativity and it's just interesting how cannabis has been used throughout ancient history and sometimes I really feel that ancient people are smarter than us I mean, if you think about it, the Egyptians moved 2.3 to 2.5 metric tons around to make the pyramids. And we are just now starting to know how they did that. Like 2018, I was looking up if we actually knew how the pyramids were made. 2018, an article from there said that we are just now learning how the pyramids were made and they were rolling the stones around, which is very interesting. And part of me thinks that if the library of alexandria if that library was not burned down during the catholic crusades that our civilization would be so much more advanced than it is now and it's actually kind of sad that we have had knowledge taken away from us and part of me wonders if more cannabis knowledge was actually in that library and if more cannabis knowledge is then we've lost out on thousands of years of knowledge. Do you know what I mean? And so that's just insane. But all things come back around, right? So we're talking about in America in the next episode, why, what the history is and how cannabis became illegal, why it became illegal, which just a little spoiler alert, capitalism money that's what it was unfortunately and honestly it makes me sad that some of the processes that our ancient people used to do such as letting the land replenish itself not fishing too much from one area or not farming too much on one land and just switching things off is it's actually really good for the environment and it just makes me sad that we don't do those processes anymore. And one thing that I find is really interesting, and we'll definitely go over the benefits of hemp in an, in another episode, is that hemp is so good for the soil. It really brings those nutrients back. And I just don't understand why we keep cutting down trees in the rainforest. And instead, why aren't we using hemp that is sustainable and that has been proven to be sustainable and we've used for thousands of years i don't understand why we don't use that process when it is clearly better and safer for the environment than what we use now with the non-reusable resources and not to mention i mean if you look up on the internet you can see pictures of farmers where there is a marker on a pole based on where the land used to be and we have used so much of the rich top hummus topsoil that it's deplenished and we are just on a couple inches left ladies and gentlemen it's terrifying we won't be able to farm off of these lands anymore and we need something that's going to save that we need to start making compost we need to um, really look into our soil health and it's just surprising that we don't i think that we should be planting more hemp and using that material instead of trees like I said earlier and we're able to use it for paper we're able to use it for twine for rope for clothing for oil for cars and we'll go over all of that in another episode but to me it's just interesting that 
Sometimes, like I said, I just think that the ancient people are smarter than us. I really do. But that's okay. I mean, we're more advanced. We've learned more than they have, but I think it's okay to learn from history. And that's why I started this podcast off with history as the first couple of episodes is that I think it's really important to understand what came first, to know where we are now to explain and where we can go in the future. History is told over and over and over again in hopes that we don't repeat it. And sometimes we do, sometimes we still make that mistake, but other times I like to believe most of the time we learn from our mistakes, right? And so I'm just hoping that in the future we can learn from our mistakes, we can see how things used to be, and honestly, if we were to change one thing about the processes we do now, I would say we should use hemp, and we should replace a lot of the un unsustainable products that we use today with the sustainable hemp. So now that we have gone through all of the history, the ancient history, and we're just up to American history next for next episode, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to smoke. So if anyone, if that's, if it's the time of day for you where you are um, done with what you need to be doing and you're ready to uh, just relax a little bit, calm your anxieties for the day, calm whatever made you upset for the day, any depressions you had for today. If you are in a comfortable space where maybe you want to paint something, maybe you want to make some music, maybe you just want to relax. I hope that this is a moment that you can take and medicate yourself as I will do the same and I will give you a review on this bud. And this strain that I'm smoking is a sativa from Verano, and unfortunately, the label of it has completely wiped itself off, so I cannot tell you what strain it is, but from the smell of it, it smells like it has pinene and lemonine, which is a lemon flavor, and pinene is more of an earthy flavor. And for those of you who don't know, and I will definitely be going over the terpenes soon, in one of the episodes, is that lemonine helps with anxiety and depression, and pinene helps with uh, focus and concentration. And so this strain together is perfect for me because I have anxiety and depression, and so it helps calm me down when I don't realize, because, fun fact, something that I've been learning is that you can have anxiety all the time and not realize that's what it is. And it's just your body being very, very tight. And so cannabis loosens your body up. So then you're not like a clenched fist and you're more relaxed. And it just makes me concentrate and helps with, like I said, my anxiety and my depression. And I believe that Cannabis is a medicine that not everyone knows what benefits they're getting from it. Some people start using cannabis recreationally, some people start straight medicinally, and some people just have bad connotations of cannabis in general. And it's understandable because of all the things we'll learn about in the next episode is all of the propaganda that was pushed against cannabis is that it makes sense why there are generations that are really not for cannabis and yes you can joke about it and yes you can um, joke and say that you're a stoner but I really 
hope that we can change the negative connotation of what stoner is to mean that it's just someone that smokes pot. Stoner is not the same as alcoholic because someone who is medically, who is using cons, cons, consistently, who is, someone who is using cannabis consistently does not make them a stoner. It means that they are using their cannabis for a reason. They are using their cannabis for a medicine. And I honestly don't think that stoner should be a negative connotation. I understand where there are people who are lazy and will smoke cannabis and it doesn't help. But honestly, I've cleaned a whole house well high and it made me work faster. It made me work harder and it made me actually enjoy what I was doing. And sometimes you just need a smile on your face just to get through the bullshit. And honestly, cannabis helps with that. It helps with stress. It helps with a bad mood. It puts you in the right state of mind. It gives you the patience to be able to deal with whatever is irritating you throughout the day. And that's what I think is the beautiful part of cannabis that is missed. And although I might joke around in this podcast, I hope that at the end of the day, what my listeners can really get is a positive message and a positive outlook of cannabis and to understand the history, the knowledge behind it, the medicinal properties and I just hope that we can end the negative connotations of cannabis because that's what it's all about. As we get closer to legalization, it's important to know everything about cannabis, the good, the bad, the neutral, and to be honest, there's not a lot of bad. There's really not. So if you all are ready to smoke this bowl and if you are in the right state of mind, just need to relax, just need to medicate for the day, whatever you are doing. Cheers to that. Okay, so this strain at first is giving me a little bit of, I can taste the earthiness Um, It burns the back of my throat a little bit, but that could also be from the lighter and because of how hot it gets. But I do have the, I definitely have those notes of pinene and the lemonine is a little, the lemonine was strong when I was smelling the cannabis, but now that I'm smoking it, it's not as strong. So I just want to make a disclaimer though. Anyone that is thinking about driving and smoking, I 100% do not recommend it. That is illegal. I don't recommend any use of cannabis that is not il- that is not legal. If you have your medical card, please use use your medical marijuana, use your medicine. And for those who are 21 and older that are in uh, recreational states where it is illegalized for you to use, um, I believe that it shouldn't be called recreational use because that makes it seem like it's something that's for fun. I think that it should be an adult use because it's something that adults use. And that's the difference. And I don't think if you're doing it illegal, you should stop because that's not good. And also the disclaimer at the beginning where I say, if you have, um, don't, if you're going to buy off the black market, don't. The reason why I say that is because cannabis is not regulated on the black market 
they also don't check your ID on the black market, which, I mean, for kids that are getting cannabis at that age, you know, they think it's a good idea, but it's not because your cannabis can be laced with fentanyl and other things. And not only that, you don't know if your cannabis is grown right. So there might be mold on it. There might be different metals and just different chemicals that are not good for your cannabis. You might find that on the street bud. Whereas if you know that it's grown to a certain standard with certain regulations and it is also tested before it goes into the dispensary, you know it's safe. And you have more of an idea of how strong it is, what terpenes you have that are part of it. And I just think that legalizing is the way because we will be able to regulate it better, we'll be able to actually have conversations about it, we'll be able to research more on it, which we desperately need more research for cannabis. There's so much that's coming out, but I mean, I just feel like we've lost so many years since it's become illegal, and we'll talk about that in the next episode, specifically when cannabis enters America or the beginning stages of cannabis in America to when it becomes illegal. So thank you all so much for joining with me today on Geeking Cannabis. I hope you learned something. I hope you um, are able to listen to this when you're going to or from work or when you're just making some food and you just want to learn about cannabis. I hope that this show is something that's educational for you. And I hope you can get a couple laughs at it. Sometimes I trip up my words or stutter, but I laugh at myself when I listen to the recording. So I hope you can too. And at the end of the day, I just hope hope that in all seriousness, this is something that you can learn from and that you can um, talk about and gets the conversation going because honestly, we don't have enough conversations about cannabis and cannabis is not um, as mainstream as it could be and it's not as out there as, I mean, I don't want to compare it to alcohol because I personally don't really like alcohol based off of what it can do to your liver, what it can do to your mind. And I, I don't recommend alcohol. I would recommend cannabis any day. But anyway, <laughs> use cannabis legally. Uh, talk about cannabis. Make cannabis regulated or more of a regular topic, right? And together we will fight the war on drugs, on legalizing cannabis and how it has been wrongfully convicted into Schedule 1 drug. Thank you all.